Good evening, Mike here from TGA Capital Management. I am the uh, principal founder of the advisory, a registered investment advisory and chief financial strategist. Today is 2-22-22. You'll never see that date again. As of this uh, day's or date's update, um, <coughs> the uh, overall uh, sector reporting year-to-date on the S&P year-to-date is down 8.8%. Communication services is at a plus 0.7%. Consumer discretionary year-to-date is minus 11.7%. Consumer staples is down 1.6%. Energy is up 20.9% year-to-date. Financials are only showing in the sector of a 0.1% gain. Healthcare is showing a minus 10% year-to-date. Industrials are showing a minus 7.6% year-to-date. And informational technology is showing minus 12.5% year-to-date. Materials are showing three, minus 3.6% year-to-date. Excuse me, minus 6.6% year-to-date. Real estate is minus 12.5% year-to-date. Utilities are showing a minus 7.9% year-to-date. As of 2-22-2022, prices climbed 7.5% in January, the fastest inflation since 1982. Consumer price index shows that prices climbed over the past year more rapidly than economists expected. On a monthly basis, prices rose 0.6%. And Consumer uh, Price Index for January, released uh, that Thursday, showed that prices have climbed 7.5% over the past year, more than the 7.2% projected in the Bloomberg survey on a monthly basis, again, picked up 0.6%. That is a rapid uh, uh, increase in inflation in, a, in a historical standards. And although it is slower than the fastest monthly increase in 2021, it was also above the economists' expectations. The underlying details of our report shows that the price pressures are broadening and moving into a longer-lasting uh, category, a development that is likely to be worrying for economists, policymakers, and painful for consumers. Forecasters expect that inflation will come down meaningfully in 2022. Many expected to finish the year closer to 3%, but economists regularly predicted that prices, excuse me, price gains would fade quickly in 2021, only to have those projections foiled as booming customer demand for goods and goods collided with royal global supply chains that could not ramp up production fast enough. And today's price increases are hitting consumers even hard, harder than before as they show up in the necessities. January's inflation was driven by food, electricity, shelter costs, and the, as the Bureau of Labor Statistics said. Also, by the extraordinary governmental spending in regards to the COVID and other aspects that's currently taking place. The inflation was more expected and it was broad-based set of the data that we reviewed. As a result, 
likely inflation will fade less this year than previously projected. And today's price increases are hitting consumers in hard-to-avoid ways as they show up in necessities. The January inflation was driven by food, electricity, and shelter costs, as the Bureau of Statistics said. It was more expected, and it was broad-based, as the data showed, as I mentioned before. So policymakers have expressed more humility around outlook for inflation in recent months, especially at a time when ports remain clogged, rents and restaurant prices are on an upswing, and wages are rising as factors that could keep inflation hot. Along with trillions, he has trillions of taxpayer dollars for inflationary, unjustified government budgetary spending during a time of supply chain mismanagement, the effects of misguided COVID policy, and inappropriate non-existence of a national energy policy. These current issues seem to be spiraling like a runaway train, and this train right now is carrying no freight of resolve. High inflation has been a politically political liability for the White House because rising prices have eaten away at household paychecks and detracted from a strong labor market with solid wage growth, leaving consumers pessimistic. While today is a reminder that Americans' budgets are being stretched in ways that create real stress at the kitchen table, there are also signs that we will make, make it through this challenge, as uh, President Biden said in a recent statement. Rapid price gains have also prompted the Fed to pivot away from its patient policy setting meant to foster a quick economic rebound from the pandemic, including keeping interest rates at rock bottom. Investors now expect that central bankers might lift interest rates six times this year as they try to slow down the economy and tamp down price gains. And just months ago, the Fed stated that inflation is timid until the PPI, producer price index, went through the roof, the highest in 40 years. And recently, the Fed stated that inflation will be prevalent into mid-2022. So let's see if this bears any fruit, and hopefully the tree, the broad U.S. economy, not just Wall Street, doesn't cascade because of some fumbling fools. So let's look at the numbers. The current inflation rate in the U.S. accelerated to 7.5% in January 2022, the highest since February, since February of 1982, and well above forecast of 7.3. Focused economic panelists, see, they see inflation averaging 3.2 in 2022, which is up 0.3% points from last month's forecast. I guess they missed the cue. In 2023, this panel expects inflation to average 2.5%. I suggest take care of today, and I think uh, will impact those expectations. We were told inflation was timid only months ago, sort of like. No big deal, right? In the meantime, the producer price index for final demand rose 9.7% in 2021. This index reflects higher costs that producers, production pays for before the product or goods goes to market. 
the highest spike since 1982, now along with supply bottleneck persistent, persisting, which the U.S. has never experienced. In my opinion, this is not going to be solved overnight. Many retailers try their best uh, not to pass along higher costs to the consumer, but eventually the higher costs are passed on to the consumer. Inflation is a tax on everyone. Months ago, this fundamental economic measurement wasn't even mentioned by this current Fed or current administration, so please correct me if I need to be. In the job sector for the past 12-month period, September 20 to uh, September 21st, the BLS reported salary and rate wage cost increases increased 4.2% civilian workers, 4.6% for private industrial workers, 2.4% for state and local government workers as of January 10, uh, excuse me, as of January 19, 22. Federal government workers is proposed a 5.1 average pay raise, so the wage increases are below the PPI, producer index, and below the CPI, consumer cost index. And this should be applauded? As of my observation, the proposed increase is only 2.2% for, for all federal employees, plus a local locality increase of 0.5 must be signed by January of 2022. In the meantime, how does anyone make ends meet? Again, should inflation persist, the, uh, and, and currently, the corporate tax rate, by the way, is 19% for the fiscal year beginning April 21st through April of 22nd, 20, 2022. The new, tax, uh, the new corporate tax rate proposed by the House Democrats of 26.5%, the, the, uh, the, by the way, the Democrats slashed the previous rate from a proposed 28%. So whatever your tax bracket allows someone to provide you a tax analysis, no matter what your income bracket is. And again, let's share one common thing and understand about budgets. You're personally employed, you own a small business, or you're a private business, or you're fortunate to be a publicly traded entity. Without a solid income and expense budget that reflects your personal or your business income and your expenses, you are at financial risk. Risk in measurements, are you financially stable or financially overweight? That's what we look at when we're doing our work as an investment advisory firm. Again, the Fed reflects making appropriate monetary policy in this environment requires humility, recognizing that the economy evolves in unexpected ways. Jerome H. Powell, the Fed chair, said as his news conference this month, the Fed aims for a 2% inflation on average over time, though it defines that target using a different inflation index that is also elevated by not quite, uh, not quite in, in, in as sharply defined. The new data prompted market investors and economists to up their expectations for the Fed to raise the interest rates by a half percent point in March rather than a standard quarter point move. And again, the pundits reflect inflation, in, in, inflation increasingly appears to be driven less by the pandemic and more by a strong economy. 
Price increases in 2021 were driven heavily by royal supply chains that sent new and used car prices and furniture costs up dramatically. Those continued to be a big factor elevating overall inflation, but other areas also fueling the rapid rise. So let's question, what are those other areas of fueling the rapid rise? How about government spending? Government spending increases. What is the current U.S. Uh, excuse me? What is the current U.S. federal budget deficit? The federal budget deficit is projected to reach a new record. The U.S. federal the U.S. federal budget deficit was projected to reach 2.3 trillion in 2021. It reached 2.8 trillion for the fiscal year 2021. It was the second highest deficit since 1945. The 2020 deficit of $3.1 trillion as a result of COVID-19 pandemic takes the top spot. We spent more money on COVID than we did for World War II. COVID-19 in March and April 2020, Congress passed several laws to offset the damage done by the coronavirus pandemic. And they did. So not to be too lengthy, that's information I can provide to you. The tax cuts immediately reduce revenue and add to the national debt, which could be true. For example, the Bush tax cut added $5.6 trillion to the national debt between 2001 and 2018. The national debt and federal deficits are related because the national debt is the accumulation of each year's deficit. So every year, tax cuts add to the deficit by reducing revenue based on some economists' views. So not to get too lengthy, I think what's, in, in, what's, what's important is understand we are at a time that needs to be considered of how you stand and where you stand. If the debt-to-GDP ratio exceeds a tipping point of 77% for an extended period, it slows the economy. So let's crunch the numbers. Look at the numbers, and that's what we do here at TGA Capital Management. We look at the overall CPI, PPI, GNP, federal, federal spending, all kinds of spending, and what's, what's uh, most important and one aspect of the overall inflationary aspects to what this country has experienced for years and years and years. There is no balanced budget provision in the U.S. Constitution, so the government is not required to have a balanced budget in Congress. It usually does not pass one. Several proposed amendments to the U.S. Constitution would require a balanced budget, but none have been enacted. So perhaps it's time a mandatory balanced budget is enacted. After all, every successful individual, individual and business are mandated to a budget to pay its taxes, individual tax, payroll tax, tax on profits, Social Security tax, Medicare, Medicaid tax, on your retirement income, limitations on how much you can contribute towards your senior years, income limitations at retirement, 
or you could jeopardize your Social Security benefits. It appears individuals and businesses need to adhere to a budgetary discipline to meet its obligations, and hopefully it is profitable after meeting all those mandatory limitations, taxes, and penalties. But perhaps what's missing from the equation is a balanced budget requirement of the federal government. Inflation? Inflation is a tax on everyone. In such a short, short period of time, the broad U.S. economy went from a stellar economic growth as, as to GDP to economic mayhem. That started when U.S. corporations began outsourcing our manufacturing years ago, textiles and U.S. technology for cheap labor. Yes, without a mandate as to national security, of course, some foreign government entities welcomed this free trade to steal copy our American ingenuity. How many parts are imported for your American product? Ask yourself, why is everything made in China? One of the reasons companies manufacture their products in China is because of the abundance of low-wage workers available in the country. China has been accused of artificially depressing the value of its currency to keep the price of its goods lower than those produced by U.S. competitors. Wall Street now is uh, a go-to recession indicator is starting to get some attention. So this could lead not only to high inflation but recession. So to keep this shot, I'm not going to get into the very details, but I can send you out my personal report that uh, supports these, these views in consideration of going forward. One observation in my reading was uh, a little more uh, economics, and this is an eco economics 101. In many important ways, the financial crash of 2008 had never ended. It was a long crash that crippled the economy for years. The problems that caused it went almost entirely unsolved, and this financial crash was compounded by a long crash in the strength of America's democratic institutions. When America relied on the Federal Reserve to address its economic problems, it relied on, it relied on deeply flawed tools. All the Fed's money-only widening and distance between American winners and losers and laid the foundation of more instability. This fragile financial system was wrecked by the pandemic and in response to the Fed, creating yet more new money, amplifying earlier distortions. Money supply creates inflation. And as of today's trading session and reviews, the Dow, as of today, 2 22-2022 reflects minus 7.54. The NASDAQ 100 reflects minus 14.16. And the S&P 500 reflects 9.68. And I don't believe there appears to be any uh, slowing of what we're experiencing across the economy. It's a broader situation other than what's being reflected on Wall Street it's becoming broader. 
So when you're in this kind of turbulence, it isn't investments that get tested in turbulent markets, it's investors, it's individuals. And here at TGA Capital Management, we, uh, we apply strict disciplines on the buy side and strict disciplines on the sell side so that our clients do not expose themselves to losing the years of hard work and hard labor and they can enjoy with a peace of mind the fruits of their years and years and years of hard work. And this is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities or to imply tax or legal assistance. In the interim, if you would like to have more um, free data and observations that uh, TGA can provide to you, feel free to visit our website at www.tgacapitalmanagement.com. Look forward to uh, sending you a sending our subscribers more information as uh, this evolves and always feel free to visit our website www.tgacapitalmanagement. God bless.